Welcome to Vantage Fishing Radio, where we discuss the hot bite and all things fishing. With your hosts, Dustin Clark and Lewis Chapman. Fish on. Welcome back to Vantage Fishing Radio. Lewis Chapman here with Dustin Clark. And a little something out of the ordinary. This is a not necessarily another episode, but just a, a little bit of an update because we've had so many guests and so much good stuff to talk about. We just haven't been able to get into uh, the bite and what's really going on right now. How are you doing, Dustin? Uh, you know what? Pretty good. Waiting for the, uh, the snow to stop and everything to start warming up. Yeah. Well, it should be. Um, from what I was seeing in the forecast, we got two days coming up this week at 70 degrees. So that should definitely change some things with a lot of different bites, and it should definitely start to melt. So uh, rivers and reservoirs will be seeing a little bit more current and starting to fill up. Um, so l- let's get into uh, kind of what's been going on, what I've been hearing, what I've been experiencing. Uh, have you been out at all, Dustin, or have you been been tied up with work or? Oh, mostly tied up at work. I haven't been out in quite some time, so still kind of uh, um, just finished my transition of all my ice gear. I packed it away, made sure all batteries were charged, and uh, starting the whole process to make sure that uh, rods, reels, line, uh, all that good stuff is uh, is ready to go, going through tackle to make sure I don't have any uh, uh, rusted hooks or anything else like that. So, you know, Right now, it's kind of a transition time, even though from what I hear, there's quite a few bites out there that are pretty good. Yeah, there's uh, – well, it, I don't know if I would say good. Um, you know, we, we've got it in our show notes is labeled as the hot bite, but that's kind of a little tagline with the show. But it's definitely a bite, and I think it's only going to get better. Um, I was looking at the in-fisherman calendar and when it comes to the lunar calendar and whatnot. And, and yesterday and today were probably the slowest days of the week. And as we get further into the week, the bite's supposed to pick up according to that. Um, but I did go out fishing last night, so I wanted to talk just a little bit about that and, and some walleye fishing. And first off, the, the nets are out. So I was at Chatfield, and the nets were out. So And there's new signage up. It's permanent. It, it says March 1st through April 15th, um, no fishing on the dam. So... Uh, take that into account. And then you're supposed to stay a hundred feet away from the nets. And I actually found a net uh, along one of the shorelines. So it's not just the dam. So you got to kind of watch for that for, so keep that in mind. And that should affect uh, Chatfield, Pueblo and Cherry Creek. Um, so at Chatfield, it looked like it had just iced off within the last, I don't know, three or four days. In some areas, there was still some uh, ice that had been washed up and broken up on the shoreline. But for the most part, it looked like the water was all open. So I expect boating to open up any day now. Um, so we'll see what happens there. And I, I've heard the same as at, at Cherry Creek. But as far as the walleye bite, it was a little slow. It, um, the water was cold. I went out with James Trujillo last night, and he took a temperature of the water towards the shoreline. And it was only 43 degrees when we started in the sunshine. And then after the sun fell, it dropped to 40. And you know, that you're looking for that 45 to maybe 48 degrees before the walleye spawn even starts. So they're still in pre-spawn. So anybody thinks that they're missing out on, on the big bite, um, it's all behind schedule, just like the ice was, you know, behind schedule coming off the lake. So um, you can definitely plan on getting out there during the spawn and still finding areas you can catch them away from the dam and, and those nets. Do- definitely doable. 
Um, so last night we had one run of walleye that lasted all of about 10 minutes and, and I was able to get two in and James missed a bite and we'll have James on the show to talk a lot more about the walleye bite in the spring. Um, but so it's, so it's there, you know, I got a, a little 13 inch and then a, a nice, uh, 15 and a half inch. Nothing is a keeper because 18 inches is a keeper at, uh, Chatfield, but it's nice to see walleyes coming out of the water, uh, with the pre-spawn bite already coming up to feed at night. So get out there and, and find your sandy beaches and your rocky points and rocky areas and start throwing jerk baits. The, the walleye that we pulled out last night were with uh, small three inch jerk baits, fire tiger in color. And it was a uh, chase Beck. So one of our, our favorites, right, Dustin? Yep, that is correct. Jace Beck's uh, seem to work on a lot of different water, including pike. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they, they, they really, uh, what haven't we caught on them? So it's definitely a good lure. If you, if you don't have one or two in the tackle box, highly recommended. But so that's kind of the walleye bite in the, in the nutshell that I've been experiencing. So, I did talk to DJ Williams um, from uh, um, just one day, and he was out there, and he came in as we were leaving, and it looked like and he was saying that he came from Cherry Creek uh, earlier in the evening, and it was absolutely dead out there and super windy, so they moved over to Chatfield. So Cherry Creek was pretty quiet, it sounded like. And then um, I've been hearing rumors that Boyd, that folks are, are getting walleye from the riprap up at Boyd, but I've got nothing confirming that. So that's just rumor, but something to be said there. And then, um, speaking of Boyd, uh, it's actually open for boating. So where Cherry Creek and Chatfield are not, Boyd is. And another one that's confirmed open is Blue Heron at St. Vrain. So there's at least two lakes you can go boat at if that's what you're wanting to do to try to get after some walleye. And both lakes have those, um, as well as many other species. So just, I wouldn't expect a hot, hot bite. And when you do get walleye runs, they're going to be uh, short and quick. So be ready to be on it. But um, yeah, that's, that's kind of, kind of it for, for the walleye, Dustin. So you haven't missed much. So we'll have to get you out this week at night as that water starts to warm up and they get into that spawn. Oh, absolutely. Waiting for it to, to kind of hit the, hit go time. Yeah. For sure. So the other the other uh, bite that I've personally experienced that's kind of a little bit on the hotter side is, and I've been talking about it the last few shows, is I've been hitting the rivers, uh, both spin cast and on the fly. And uh, in Boulder County, there's the St. Vrain and Boulder Creek, and those are the ones I've been able to get to, and they're producing fish. And there's other reports of Boulder Creek producing fish as well. So if you want to get on a, a decent trout bite that's not through the ice, uh, especially brown trout for, for both the St. Rain and Boulder Creek. It's good options. One of the things that I kind of experienced was I was not finding a lot of fish in corner pools or pools that didn't have a whole lot of movement to the water, a whole lot of current. So everywhere that I did find fish, there was actually a pretty good current and it was hard to keep a fly or hard to keep a, a lure within that strike zone. It's in and out fairly quickly, but that's where you did get a, a um, a shot at a fish and every time that I picked up a fish, which has been two rounds in a, in a rainbow so far, that's where I've been able to nail them. So, um, and that's kind of, kind of it with the rivers and then, um, ice fishing I've been seeing on Facebook and I just talked to Randy Ford on the phone that, uh, Dylan is still holding strong. 
Uh, they, for a while, were having a big battle with slush on top of the ice, but that a lot of that solidified and, and gotten to where people can start moving around the lake a little bit more. And so the rainbow trout and the Arctic char bite is still going pretty well. And it's just one of those things, finding structure or um, deep water near structure or weed beds will produce you fish there. So the same old ice fishing tactics of Castmaster Z-rays and tube jigs, maybe tip it with a waxy. So, but, um, yeah, we just wanted to bring a, a small update um, as far as, you know, what's been kind of going on and, and what we've been up to since we've had everything else going on with the show and a lot of guests, and we have a lot of future guests lined up, so we might jump in from time to time with these shorter updates. So, I don't know, what do you think? Do you, do you like the format, Dustin, or what, what should we should we change any of this? Uh, no, I, I like it. Um, you know, uh, the one thing I do want to talk about real quick is is, is actually ice fishing. Uh, you know, I, I guess, uh, 11 mile reservoir, we've got quite a few inquiries and, and so it's spinning. And, uh, one of the posts out there, I, I guess earlier this week or uh, now the weekend, right? So they were measuring ice at 34 inches still. <laughs> Just shy That's of 30 on spinning, huh? Yeah. I mean, so if those that are thinking, you know, oh, you know, get the boat out early enough. We just got ice off of Chatfield and, you know, normally it's open by what March 1st is the last couple of years anyway, has been, uh, been fairly open by, by March 1st. So yep. it looks like, uh, uh, we're going to have a, a delayed mountain fishing, if you will, um, for that ice to come off. Oh yeah. They'll probably be ice fishing on 11 mile and Dylan and places like that. Um, Probably at least halfway through April is my guess. Um, and just because it's nice down here doesn't mean it's nice up there. They, they're still getting cold temps at night and and all of that. So, um, yeah, it, it'll make things interesting. But I'm not complaining because that cold and all that snow is going to help fill up reservoirs. Oh, absolutely. I think uh, I was I was doing some poking around and some research uh, based off of some Facebook posts and whatnot, and kind of was looking around. It looks like most of the state is at 100% or greater with uh, snowpack. Um, you know, I think the, the average was, what, 110 or 115% snowpack. I know there's still some areas that uh, may not have hit the 100% range, but uh, we're still looking at a good snowpack and a good runoff, and hopefully we'll get some uh, early rain, uh, you know, in April and, and May to help uh, keep everything nice and full. Yeah, and you know, we might experience a little bit of, of flooding this spring from some people I was talking to in, in the guard where I used to work, um, some other government stuff. There's there's actually a lot of planning and anticipation of uh, localized flooding as the runoff comes, and especially if uh, we get rainstorms on all that snowpack. So something to keep an eye on with folks on rivers and lakes, uh, be safe. Beware that, you know, you could experience some flash flooding or, you know, some of those ice dams on rivers up, up stream they thaw and break all of a sudden um could be a dangerous situation so something just to be be aware of i guess yeah you know my big concern with that is if we do experience a little bit of flooding let's say you know we get a, a lot of good rain coming in and we have a lot of melt off uh you know i think it was what about five years ago we had uh, uh some pretty good flooding at chatfield well i know they, they, they're doing construction there and um i recently went over there uh, to kind of check everything out and take a look to, and, you know, you either have to enter from the South or enter from the North, uh, because you, there's no way to drive around it. And if we do get any flooding, how is that going to affect the current, uh, construction that's going on at, at Chadfield? 
you know, is it going to make it more difficult for boating with any debris in the water if it happens to, to, to flood a little bit? Because I think I remember with the Chatfield piece was that the reason they're redoing that was to hold more water and not have that same kind of issue we had uh, several years back. You know, that's what James Trujillo and I talked about last night. And it looks like a lot of the construction as far as roadways and new parking lots and bathrooms and picnic areas and things like that. And the new swim beaches is, is, is coming too pretty quick and, and almost done. And it, it's definitely up higher. So the lake, I think that I don't know off the top of my head, so don't sue me, but I think that it is supposed to come up about 15 feet when they do decide to fill it, fill it up. And it looks like they've cut a lot of trees and there's a lot of stumps and everything from what I seen last night there, just walking along the shoreline. And it looks like it's ready to come up. But uh, I did comment to James that that would be pretty interesting and that I would actually reach out to Chatfield uh, this week and, and talk to somebody at the park to see exactly what the plans are for when they're going to fill it up and, and what they're expecting for runoff and what's the status of all the construction. Yeah, since you were out there, since, you, since we're talking about it, um, with the new area that they've kind of carved out, have they laid down any new structure where they plan on uh, uh, letting the water fill up to? Is, is, did you get a, a sneak peek at any of that? You know, I did along the areas that I fished, which was, you know, maybe we covered a, maybe a third of the shoreline last night going from spot to spot with our cars. And it's all just area that they're going to allow to flood, the, the, the structure that's already there. So tons and tons of tree stumps, lots of rock. Um, some of those cliff areas, they're, they're gonna, so there's gonna be some areas that look like it's gonna go, you're gonna directly cast into 20, 25 feet of water, which is kinda nice over rocks and stumps and, and other areas that looks like it's gonna be a little bit more of a gradual incline with a lot of tree stumps and, and some trees left in there. So it'll be interesting. So I, it looks like there's gonna be a lot of new cover for these fish. So we'll see how it changes the dynamic of, of, of fishing there from shore. Yeah, it sounds like there's uh, some good opportunities uh, to to snag some rock and stump fish. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, I did lose one J-Spec last night, but I haven't had a skunk yet, and that's why we're here is to fight the skunk. And so I'm willing to sacrifice a lure every once in a while where I think there's fish are in, in hard areas with lots of rocks and, and cover. Uh, to try to get at them. I think it's well worth it. So I'll, I'll continue to lose lose lures, but we'll be smart about it. Yeah, you know, speaking of losing lures, the uh, uh, Pueblo State Park posted a, a photo on Facebook uh, this morning or yesterday night or, or something else like that, uh, where there were plenty of lures caught in the spawning nets. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh, man, that's got to be at least, what, two, $250 worth of lures? And I'm almost willing to give my time uh, to help out uh, some of these spawning efforts if I can keep all the lures that get caught in the nets. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, and that's what everybody else was thinking along the same lines as like, how do I get those lures? What what would CBW pay to get to uh, to give up those lures? And I thought that was kind of cool too. But what kind of bugged me is how many people are fishing along the nets and how much word is getting out via social media and and, and all that and the signage at the lakes and people are choosing to ignore it. Um, one thing it could be is people just don't see him fishing at dark, and that's where a lot of walleye fishing happens this time of year is sunset in the dark. So maybe they're just not seeing the nets, although I don't know. I mean, there, I found a net that was not along the dam last night at Chatfield, and I was clearly able to see it. Um, 
with some had reflectivity with some of the ambient light, and I was able to see it through sunset and into dark, and I never came close to it because I know I needed to stay at 100 feet, so I don't know if that's a good excuse. I don't know. It's kind of kind of bugs me that people are being ignorant or choosing to ignore those rules um, when CPW is trying to to basically make our walleye fisheries better. Yeah, you know, I, in your case, you didn't know that the net was going to be there. You had the opportunity to to see it because something reflected back. But uh, I'd be more I'd be more curious down at Pueblo. Is it happening from the nets off the dam? Because uh, at that point, there's no excuse. There's really no excuse and um, you know, if it's a net that you're not used to being there and you just hadn't seen it, okay, you know, whatever, it, it happens. Uh, but if, if year after year after year, if, the, if these nets are in the exact same places and you're restricted from, from getting to that area for this time frame, then, you know, it's bad on you. Yeah. And maybe CPW needs to step up patrols during the spawn in these three lakes. Um, might be a good idea because that's just plain ridiculous. So I did pull up the in fisherman calendar while we were just having that conversation, Dustin. To, maybe we'll try to do this every every time too. And so, um, what is today? Today is March twenty fourth. So the fishing could be better from the twenty fourth through the twenty seventh is what it's saying as far as the lunar calendar. And then the twenty eighth, it's supposed to be great. And then the the 29th through the thirty first, it says it could be better too. So if you're planning on fishing this week, it looks like Thursday the 28th, according to the In Fisherman uh, Solar Lunar Calendar, is the day to go. Um, although I have caught fish, uh, um, well, yesterday it said it was average and I caught fish. So, but I'm going to go out this afternoon, and so we'll put that to the test if it, it could be better or not. So we'll 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 see how much holds true with the moon. If you like in. Uh, Get value out of everything we produce, both blogs and uh, online radio content. Please like and share. And otherwise, fight the skunk. Yep, fight the skunk.